All right, all right. So we are here uh, for episode five of the new Black and Sprout podcast, and I am here today with <laughs> Farron Adams uh, from Sprout Social Customer Success. What's up, Farron? How are you doing today? I'm good, Chris. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing pretty well. You know, I'm feeling a little bit of the bullet bourbon on this uh, 10:30 in the morning Sunday, but. <laughs> Thank you for that. My pleasure. That's how we get the party started. <laughs> yeah, speaking of like getting the party started. So, you know, in this series, we've been talking to different uh, black employees at Sprout Social. And, um, you know, one of the questions that I like to start off these conversations with is just, how did you end up coming to Sprout Social? Sure. And this is kind of like my favorite Sprout story to tell because it just speaks on the consistency of culture and um, authenticity and like hiring great people. Um, so I was going to some events um, hosted by Best, which I'm now part of, Blacks Excelling in Sales and Technology. And one of the events was hosted um, at Uber at the time. Um, so at Uber, we were having the event. It was like a networking event. And at the end of it, they let the different companies come up and tell like what roles they had open. So Prince, who I didn't know who he was at the time, <laughs> yeah. Prince was like, yeah, Sprout Social is hiring. And I'm like, what is a Sprout Social? Like, what is that and why don't I know about it? So I went, looked it up. I'm like, oh, okay, this is really cool. I'm not sure what I would do here because at the time I was working like fully in marketing. It was like integrated marketing. Um, so I was like, I don't know what they, but it seems cool. And this, yeah very dark skinned, you know, black man is talking highly about it. I'm like, okay, you know, that's kind of odd to see like black people talking so well about it, like a tech company. I'm like, okay, I'll keep it on the radar. A few months later, I want to say that was the summer around November, 2018. Um, Best was hosting an event, and this time they held held, hold, held it at the Sprout Social office. That's the, that's the alcohol already. No. But, um, they held it at Sprout's office. Right. Of course, me being part of Best, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. And I got off the elevator, and I looked around, and I was like, what is this? This is, looks like nothing I've ever, like, even the building that we're in, it's like, okay, this is nice. This is cool. Right. Go upstairs. I'm like, I get off it. It's just like... And then I see the ARB. I'm like, what kind of place is this? Like, is this a lunchroom? Is this a cafeteria for, like, the yeah. employees? I was, like, blown away. And then the event was awesome, of course. Um, and then so following that event, Michelle Best sent, like, a follow-up email. You know, thanks for coming out. Here's the roles we have open. Da, da, da. Okay. That was in November of that, 20, yeah, 2018. Um I was still in my current company, wasn't quite ready to leave yet, but I knew I was going to be making some moves soon. So fast forward to May of 2019, I responded back to that same email. I pinned that email that Michelle sent after that event. I pinned it so I could always find it. And I responded back to that same email almost like six months later and said, hey, you know, I'm interested in these roles. At the time, I didn't even know the status that Michelle Best had. Like I knew who she was. Right. I knew she was, you know, big in her space, but I didn't know that she was like director, global level DEI. So I just responded back to her. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm interested in these roles. Um, you know, what should I do next? And she said, took her a week to reply. I felt a way about that. Well, I was like, <laughs> but when I got to Sprout and understood who she truly was, I was like, okay, that makes complete sense. But it took her a week to reply. And then she said, hey, our team thinks she would be really great for this role, this CSM role. And then she responded back the next morning and said, hey, if you're interested in this, you need to apply right now. I hadn't even got a chance to reply 
the first time I was like, okay, she's serious. Like, let me do it. So I did it, went through the process, worked with Joe, um, who was my recruiter. Took about a month or so. So that happened in May, that conversation with Michelle. I was starting by July. So that's how I ended up at Sprout. Very long story, but I love to tell the story because it's the different black people that I work with along the way that just made it such a like, this is great. And now that's how I feel about the company now. Even before I knew it, I was like, okay, these black people are talking really well about the company. Let me see what's to it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, yeah, that's what I was noticing from your story because you had like, three different like key touch points yeah. with like different black people between like Prince and then Michelle and then Joe Porter. Yep. Um, and I think that's, that's really important in terms of just being able to like effectively sell a company, I think to, to people from a certain culture is just having advocates yep. for your company um, from that culture. Um, and um, so it's good to hear that, at least in your case, like we, we've done a really good job. And I think like a lot of people have had like similar experiences uh, to yours um, just in the conversations that I've had, especially yeah. on like the, the sales and customer success side of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think another interesting thing that you, you kind of brought up there was um, the aspect <laughs> of uh, of design, right? Like, if, if you think about, like, historically, like, uh, young black culture, right? It's all, it, it's been a lot about, like, design, whether mm-hmm. it's, like, streetwear or, like, uh, taking an old form of music, like, chopping it up and, like, creating yep. something, like, new with it. And, like, almost like you walk into the, the building of where Sprout Social is and, right, like, you're walking into, like, this kind of, like, older, more entrenched, but, like, clearly like <laughs> <laughs> clearly very well, nice <laughs> very nice building yeah. and you're like and then all of a sudden you like the elevators open on sprout social floor and like you look around and it's like they've taken that thing that was old and entrenched mm-hmm. and like uh they they've remixed it made and, it fresh and, and, and modern and it's like you felt it as soon as you step i was like where am i <laughs> <laughs> i looked over to the right and i saw the desk and i'm like there was a black girl at the desk i was at the desk right yeah so i'm like what what is this? Okay, this is great. <laughs> Am I sure I'm at the right place? This is a corporate company, right? Downtown Chicago, right? Yeah. I've seen four of us already. <laughs> like, okay, this is this is cool. <laughs> That's what's up. So, um, I'm interested. You know, I, we're gonna probably pivot. I want to like jump into like your experience at Sprout, but there's one other thing that you mentioned that I I kind of wanted to just get your perspective on. Yeah. On, um, you mentioned that you were like going to best events um kind of how did you get like connected into that scene yeah. and like how are you kind of like working in it right for now for sure um so i got connected f- for two best um a friend of mine very old time friend of mine um we, we worked at microsoft together we had good relationships still have a great relationship to this day um, invited me to it because Microsoft was one of kind of like the first companies that hopped in. So it was like Twitter, Google, Facebook. Microsoft was one of those companies. It was really small when I started. So at this time, um, I was actually going through like a really deep depression. I had just lost my grandma. I had just moved. I was like going through a breakup. It was a crazy time. And yeah. my friend was like, hey, you know, come out to these events. I'm like, okay. You know, I was working at a marketing company, not super tech focused, but I'm like, okay, like, yeah. This might be a different thing to hop into. Um, so I went to the first event. I forget where the first event... The first event might have been that Uber event, actually, where Prince talked about Sprout. Okay. Um, went to that event, 
kept going, got really cool with some of the people, Francesca, Shelby, um, they both work at Twitter, just like a few other people, and I got involved with that, um, and I just kept going. The next event, they held it like Nike. I'm like, okay, this is legit. These are all a bunch of black people in sales and tech talking the talk. Like I'm like, this is really cool. Like We're out here. Like There's representation for us. Then I just realized, you know, I need to be a part of this. So at some point, I remember Fran was asking, like, you know, what company wants to hold the next best event? Because that's what we would do. They would have them at the different tech companies that people were a part of. Um, so I couldn't get it approved for, like, my company because they would – I could go into a very long conversation about the yeah, previous company okay. I work for. I'm not going to do it. it. <laughs> just very not accepting of the idea of a bunch of black people gathering at the office after work is what I'll say. Um, right. So um, I just continued to work with Fran. He eventually started doing, like, the flyers for best, um, just doing some different marketing things and just got really close-knit with all the people on the team and then just really became ingrained in it. So um, we're taking a break right now because COVID hit. Folks are all over the place. We're trying to figure it out. It's yeah, like we can't hard. even do external events outside anymore anyway. Um, so we're just kind of on pause right now. But best has been the reason that I even got introduced into the tech scene. Like, I've always been part of the sales scene, but the tech scene is where best came in. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, there's a couple of things I love about that story. I, I think the first thing was um, just the importance of like community and having friends that are going to pull you into a community, especially yeah. when you're going through a hard time. Yeah. Um, and like, so that was like really powerful to me. And then I think um, also on the flip side of that is uh, just being willing to step into new opportunities, even when you're not like feeling the greatest or like feeling the most certain uh, about like, should I go and do this? It's right. just like, just it was go. hard to get out of the bed sometimes. <laughs> so just the, the depression had me so weighed down. We could do a completely separate episode on mental health because I got, yeah, I got it for that as well. Um, but yeah, so it was hard to get out the bed some days. I, I had lost weight, I just was not, I was not showing up as myself. And my friend who knew me, like, he was like, you know, come outside. Like, these are good events. You're going to be around black people. You're going to feel good. Do some networking. The food is free. They always got drinks. I'm like, okay, you know what? Yeah. Let me just try it. And, um, yeah, it's been on since then. So that's what's up. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> okay. So let's, um, so let's talk a little bit about your time at Sprout Social. So how long have you been, been at Sprout now? One year. And I want to say maybe three months. I started in July of 2019. Yeah. Okay. So but it just felt like so much longer. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody at Sprout that works there feels like they've been there 10 years. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, and definitely, you know, post-COVID, not post-COVID, I guess All we're right. in, in the midst of COVID. <laughs> but right. like COVID AD, whatever you want to call it, like since that hit, like time has just felt like it's moved fast and, and slow, yeah, right, at the same time. Or doesn't exist at all. <laughs> like when I text you, I said, maybe it's traffic. I don't know. I don't remember. Like yeah. nothing is the same right now. <laughs> um, so how has the the one year, one year and three months been for you? Um, how's the experience been? Yeah. Um, it's been a wild ride. It's been wild in a great way. I still feel the same way about Sprout the way that I did before I started working there. Like, I'm in love with That's the good. company. I'm in love with the culture. The people are great. I haven't had any bad interactions. Like, it's just been great. And I feel like myself, which is one of the things that we champion, is like being able to show up authentically. Like, I, I can do that. I have no problem. I show up with my 
my big fro one day or maybe I switch it to braids the next day or maybe I got a wig on the, like I can do all of those different things that make up me as a person and I just feel great about it my manager is great um my team is great I'm like the only black girl on my small little team but it, it doesn't matter like it doesn't feel like I'm being singled out or left out or anything it's great um I have no complaints except for that I miss Fuda <laughs> and I have to make my own lunch now um but other than that, even like even the transition to working from home, I still feel Sprout. Like we do everything that we can to still host the um, quick trivia, to still do the Sprout outdoors changes to indoors this year. Like Sprout is still doing all of the things, so I don't I don't miss the culture because it hasn't left. You know what I mean? Um, so it's been a great ride. I'm looking to do more things. Joining two BRGs, Black as Sprout and Women as Sprout, probably the craziest decision I've made in my career. But it's been worth it. It's, it's, it's fulfilled me. So I feel really good about the experience and I just I look forward to more. I see why people stay seven plus years because you don't want to leave that kind of place. You don't get that kind of energy everywhere, especially as a black person. So, and I I, I, I don't hate, because I like to emphasize on being black, but like I keep making that point of like as a black person, because we know like, you don't get that. You get toxic work environments. You get microaggression. You get hostility. All these different places. But I don't feel that it's sprout. So I, I will continue to say, like, I can show up authentically black. And I feel good about my decision on where I work. That's what's up. <laughs> so is this your your first customer success role mm -mm. No, no i worked in the customer success role um previously in my last company and prior to customer success being a thing i was an account manager for a few years so account management customer success kind of the same thing but this is not a new rodeo for me that's good <laughs> yeah so what would you say have been some of the the unique challenges to doing customer success um, for for social media management right because yeah. it's like a burgeoning industry i mean 10 years burgeoning but like it's still, still a baby yeah. yeah um always having to be on you know very much like social media and very much like how our social media managers that we service through sprout feel like you always have to be on right like i have to turn on my camera and talk to people three to five times a day and that's a lot right and given the world right now, given just Chicago right now, given the riots and the protests and the looting and the the deaths and the unjust murders and all these different things that are happening, it's like, yeah. I gotta wake up the next day and talk to my customers and act like these things didn't happen. And that is difficult. Like, um, so showing up, uh, <laughs> that's probably been the most challenging thing, especially over the last six, what, seven months? I don't even know anymore. Um, this year has definitely been the most challenging part of it. That's what's up. Yeah. Do you do you feel like you're handling it okay? I'm sure you are. You know, I'm, <laughs> I I have a really supportive manager. Um, I'm very open about my mental health. Um, so when I need to take days, I try to do so. I'm not really good at that. Um, I am in a quota carrying role, so it's kind of hard to do that sometimes. And Absolutely. This past quarter was whoo, it was a little shaky. We 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 knocked it out the park, but it was a little shaky because some days I just was like. I'm not on today and it's hard. And I just heard more news about Brianna or it was a, a riot downtown Chicago. My neighborhood is like blocked off because they're preparing for pros. It was like hard to kind of navigate that. Um, but I do feel like I handled it. Okay. You know, it's okay yeah. as most people can given the, nobody is okay right now. Like even if you recognize it or not, we're all dealing with something subconsciously or consciously, but I think I did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the, the piece about like just the environment, like your your neighborhood environment being yeah. like so different like i've gone like you know i've driven out to go have dinner with like some friends uh, in a, 
that live in the suburbs like Naperville and then came back and like exactly. couldn't <laughs> couldn't get to my apartment no. in any reasonable way because like streets they were blocked down the expressway <laughs> exit. You had to show your ID. It's like what? Yeah, what, Am what? I on military base? <laughs> like what is this? Yeah, so that that part is definitely like super surreal yeah. to to like think about. Um so let's talk about um, how are things going with women at Sprout? Like, what what's your role on, on that team? And yeah, um, um, so I am the colleagues chair for women at Sprout. I um, mean, really, what that was supposed to kind of look like is reaching out to different people, having these different events, eventually like pulling women into Sprout so they want to work for us. Um, that really kind of didn't play out the way expected because we couldn't have these events because of right. COVID. So things just shifted really quickly, but I've still been able to do some great things. Did an event with LinkedIn, um, Rock Your Profile, so women at Sprout knew how to, you know, embellish and embody their profiles on LinkedIn so they get, you know, conversations going, being able to yeah. network. Um, did a great event with Mary's Place in Seattle for um, some of the the different groups that they service so homelessness is kind of their focus did some group um group activity with them working on another event for q4 so it's been great um i love women at sprout i don't know when this this like podcast is coming out so my you know the co-lead for women at sprout already knows i'm not joining again next year because i just feel like after all the things that have happened this year i need to put more focus on black at sprout you know that now i haven't gotten a chance to talk to you about that but that, those are my plans is kind of step it up a little bit more with black at sprout because we need that you know, we lost three women. There's a three, like Michelle, Amber. I just found out Crystal left. I was like, okay, Crystal. we're losing kind of, yeah. So we're, Crystal, yeah. yeah. So um, it's like, you know, Romaine. It, Romaine, four women, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I need to put my, because there are a lot of women of other cultures at Sprout that can step into the role of women at Sprout, but there's not a lot of us at Black at Sprout. So um, my experience has been great. I've learned a lot. I've learned how to build out a page in Confluence. Like, that is very difficult. Um, I've just learned some different, like, project management skills and all those things. And I've also got to work with a lot of different women across the business. People have come to me and say, when I think of women as Sprout, you're the face I think of. And I'm like, me? This <laughs> yeah. But it's really just surprising to hear that. So it's like, okay, I've done my work. People have seen me. I've made some kind of influence and some kind of impact somewhere or another. So that's how the experience has been. I definitely encourage anybody else to do it, but I'm heading home. <laughs> that's what's up. Well, that's, I mean, I'm happy, obviously, yeah. you know, because we're, we are trying some new things uh, in Black and Sprout, and I think it's, it's an evolving uh, kind of situation. Yeah. I mean, I, and I think everything's evolving um, just be, because of COVID, but we definitely had um, a different perspective, I think, on like what. <laughs> A BRG could do and um, (laughs) it's been a little bit like roadblocked but I think just even being able to have these kind of conversations and share them with people I think is um, like a really powerful thing that a a BRG can do Um, so I'm definitely thankful for you just like even being here right now yeah for sure and you did mention right like we have lost um Lost of like uh, more than more black women than I would yeah. I would have wanted to lose, but I think they've also gone on to they've Absolutely. gone on to like some, some greener yeah, pastures, right? To- like two of them went from being directors at Sprout to vice presidents at other companies, exactly. and then Amber she she left to go full time exactly. MBA at like one of the top five MBA programs Literally, in the yeah. in the country. So like Sprout's definitely like. 
it's a good place to like have your career, but it's also a good place to like hone some like skills mm-hmm. and then be prepared to like step the into step, like yeah. greater responsibility. So that that's good to think about. When you think about Black and Sprout for the next year, what are what are you thinking? Whoa, what kind of contributions are you trying to make, or like, what do you want the impact yeah. of the org to be? No, I'm rubbing my hands like bourbon because I got plans. <laughs> um, so many, so many areas for Black and Sprout. I think we just we'll have to have a, you know sit down a conversation about that. Um, one thing that I noticed, even with this black ad chat that we just did like the external face one the love was so real like we got a lot of rsvps you know people showed up the conversation was great it's like i feel like we have that kind of impact because sprout holds that influence like the name sprout social holds so much influence you know every time you know people apply for a job is like people is they're fighting to get into the doors because like the yeah. name sprout social carries so much weight right. and i feel like we can definitely utilize that with the black community you know, we're open to d- d- mentor people. People hit me up all the time, like, hey, can I talk to you about your experience at Sprout? It's like we have some opportunity there to just be a conversation about tech in general before we even get to, like, specifically to Sprout Social. Like, people are asking. Black people are wanting to know. They're figuring out the bag is in tech, and it doesn't take a lot of work to get into that. Like, yes, we have degrees, but there are other certifications you can get. So I think just kind of being that pillar in the community is like oh I, all the black people that work there are really cool they're willing to talk they're willing to be mentors they're willing to you know share their knowledge and their history with they're willing to create programs and external events so we can have these conversations unrelated to work like building wealth for future black generations like that has nothing to do with work that's not personal development you don't get anything from that conversation right away but you walk away with some necessary conversation topics and think pieces that you can then go further, like build your family, right? Like right. that has nothing to do with your job, but we're trying to make your livelihood better. So I think we have a lot of opportunity in that space to just be a presence and be a force that people can work with and understand and like, hey, I know I can reach out to somebody black at Sprout and they talk to me about this where they can be a mentor for me for that. So I think that's kind of, you know, where I'm thinking with that. And then also some organization, you know, let's get our wiki page together. Let's get our calendars <laughs> together. Let's make sure we show up to the meeting on time, you know, different things like that. Um, I just think there were some opportunities where we can just polish it. We have so many different identities and personalities with Black at Sprout. And I think we come together and just get a clear singular agenda. Like we can be super powerful, you know, we can be like, what the black Googlers, <laughs> like, <laughs> all these, like you know, the well-known BRGs. Like I feel like we have an opportunity to kind of step into that space. Yeah, watch out, blackbirds, we're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> so you're very focused. It sounds like right, like in getting out there in the community mm-hmm. and like making that that kind of external impact, yep. and whether it's pulling people in to Sprout or just helping them, like step into the tech industry in general yeah for sure and i think um with all of us kind of playing a part of that not just even black Sprout leadership but like the the members of it as well like that will fulfill you like doing those kind of things usually fulfills people and they feel whole and now i feel like i can you know do more for my community in a separate way or i can do more for my family because i kind of feel this wholeness from the things that i do at work if you can be whole at home and be whole at work i think you can be a magnificent human but sometimes when you come to work and you don't feel like you're getting what you need or maybe at home you're missing something but you're getting it at work like we can bridge the gap whatever that is and just make impacts on everybody's lives that's what's up (laughs) Yeah, I like that. That kind of like goes along with just like the this general idea like I've been thinking about of like um, rethinking like what it means to be a hero, mm-hmm. right? Like um, 
I think like in American culture, right? Like the idea has always been that the hero comes in and saves the day. Right. Um, but like, what is it, what is it that saving the day actually does? And like saving the day really is about like providing the opportunity for other people to like have another day. Yep. And so like the hero aspect is really about creating those opportunities for other people. And so when you start to think about it like that, that's, that's why you start to feel so fulfilled when you're doing, um, all the kind of work that you're talking about doing. Yeah. One thing, um, that imposter syndrome will have you believing is like the opportunity you're creating isn't big enough, right? Like it has to be this grand scheme of things for somebody to feel like it's worthwhile. And to your point, Giving somebody the opportunity to make it to another day can be something very simple as like giving away a few dollars if somebody asks for it, or, you know, paying a bill or whatever. The, however, the opportunity shows up, making sure that your resume looks good so you can get this interview, talking to you about what this actually means. Like I uh, volunteer with Rework and we do these mock interviews and we, you know, I've talked to people about their resume and all these different things. It's like these little things can make change the game for these people. Like I could tell you, take that objective out of your resume because that's not relevant anymore. You know, right. put some actual like, you know, quantifiable skills in there and boom you get an interview and then boom you get a job and then boom you're suddenly making fifty sixty thousand dollars a year off that one thing that i gave you like it doesn't have to be this huge thing it could just be out of the kindness of your heart you did this one thing because you knew this might make you better at this or this might help you that way so we have to get out of that idea of you know i can't do this because it's not big enough no any small thing you do god will like magnify it anyway for you just plant the seed and then let the rest happen plant the seed and let it happen yeah yeah I like that. <laughs> um, so it, I've got one kind of final question for you sure. um, that I love asking because it, it gives um, me, me insight. <laughs> <laughs> it gives me insight into just who more insight into who you are as a person. And I think it's important for other people just to experience that that yeah. insight as well. And so the question really is about like, what is your why? Like, why do you do the things you do? What what drives you to succeed in the specific kind of work that you're doing um, yeah. all around? What gives me my why? Um, I think the best way I can answer this, and this is just true to who I am, is my, my mom always still says to this day <laughs> that I'm like I'm always a very curious person, right? And I think the idea of not knowing what's next and what could be is my why. Like. I do really good at the things that I do. Like every job that I've had, my previous employers will say that I was a great employee, right? Like crushed getting my degree, you know, do really good in like events and have entrepreneurial like things that I kind of hop into. I do really good at those things. And it's like, okay, what else can I be really good at? I don't know. Let me just try it. Let me just keep going to figure out what's next. You know, I became a world traveler. Like, <laughs> I do really good at that. I, I want to teach myself food photography. I'm good at that. Like, there are different things that I just feel like I'm good at. And my why is helping people to understand that they can be good at that, too. So, like, in my current role, I onboard new customers at Sprout, new or upgrading customers. And they get into Sprout, and they ask these questions, and they play around with it, and they're like, wow. Like, oh, this is going to make my day great. Like, Farron, you just taught me so much. This has been really beneficial. It's like, you're really good at this now. This is going to, like, make you feel successful. So it's like, 
I know that there's curiosity inside of me, and a lot of people don't understand that curiosity. A lot of people don't see that for themselves, and I want to help other people like unlock that because you can just keep going. You can rebrand, and you can do something different the next day. I can be like, I want to be a really great chef, and tomorrow I'm going to pick up my cookbook, and I'm going to enroll in a class, and then I can be really great at that. And it's like you can keep doing these things. There's a girl from Chicago. Um, her name is Alice Foy. She works in event planning. I've been following her for years. I will say we're friends on the internet, right? Yeah. Um, because she was always <laughs> in the event planning space. I was doing event planning back then. We never worked together, but I, we just, I just kept up with her work. And she tweeted something um, maybe last week, and it said, there's no singular existence for the black creative. And that was so powerful to me because to me that means like I could wake up and do whatever I want to do. And I tell people that you can do whatever you want to do. It's a mindset shift. Like it's a, a habit shift. You can just change your mentality and you can decide that I want to do this and I'm going to do that. And that's how I feel. So that's my why. So helping other people kind of uncover that is the reason why I keep going. It's the reason why I keep doing. I can switch industries tomorrow and then I'm going to teach you how to do that. I can, you know, learn this tomorrow and then I'm going to share that knowledge with somebody else. So it's just, I guess maybe to sum it up, it's like the art of giving. I learn something, I give it to other people and that drives me. So I just want to keep doing that until the day I leave here. You know, I absolutely love that. <laughs> you know, what, well, what, I, what I love about it is that I think it really resonates with, um, just what we're what we're trying to do like yeah. with black and sprout and that um you know i've been having talks with people on the team just about okay what is it what is the thing that you want to be doing in five years or what is just the next stepping stone for you yeah. all right how can you do something in black and sprout that helps black and sprout but also gives you the experience the, gr the growth that you need yeah. in order to take you know, an actionable step towards that goal. And it's really about, right, like the mindset of being growth-minded instead of being fixed-minded. Mm -hmm. And I love that you reference like school, college, because I also think like just the most valuable thing that you actually like really learn from college is like how to consistently learn, right? Like it's yep. it's not like the subjects, like- It's really not, I, I, I rarely like use, <laughs> you know what I mean? I do, I do computer engineering, but I'm in product management. Right. And I, I rarely use, I don't use anything around like uh, equations about power and electronics yeah. and, and electricity <laughs> moving. But yeah. like the fact that I had to learn how to do those things like pretty quickly yeah. has taught me how to like learn uh, how to learn new things in my career mm -hmm. and like stay in that growth mindset. And so that's really important. Be, yeah. Have to always be growing. Like they say, yeah. like, you have, <laughs> like you have to, otherwise you get sedentary, you don't grow, you don't, you're not happy. So yeah, you always have to be growing. Sedentary. Yeah. You don't want to be sedentary. You don't want to be sedentary. <laughs> <laughs> Took it back to middle school science. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, this has been really, really great. Yeah. And, uh, Thank you for just getting up early and coming to have this conversation with me. I it's really appreciate it. Um, and I hope everyone that's listening has learned quite a bit because um, this was a really powerful conversation. And I think um, if you didn't learn, listen again. <laughs> listen again. <laughs> because Always you definitely be learning. Will. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much, Farron. Thanks, Chris. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Tell you. Gotta have this on the outtake. Mm -hmm. Is this recording? Are we recording? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Oops. Nothing like a little whiskey warm up. Yeah, yeah. Sunday, Sunday morning, <laughs> episode five. <laughs> <laughs> and none of your other episodes have been this fun. I'm just saying. 
It's true. Just saying. <laughs>